Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. FOMO. My name is Patrick J. McGinnis, and I'm a FOMO sapiens. And since you're here, I'm going to bet that you are too. And when you're like us and Monday comes around, you don't dread the new week. No, you wake up every Monday morning knowing that this week might just be the best one yet. This is Faux Monday, the snackable show that starts your week right with hot takes, life hacks, listener mail, and even some FOMO therapy. Hey everybody, this is Faux Mondays, the companion show to FOMO Sapiens, which of course will be back with a full episode on Thursday. But until then... Happy Full Monday. I'm your host, Patrick J. McGinnis, venture capitalist by day, author and podcaster by night, and of course, FOMO Sapiens 24-7. Now, on Thursday, we have a really good episode, actually. It's interesting. So last week was Mike Ott talking about his recovery from paralysis. My next guest, Alvaro Silberstein, is an entrepreneur who was also paralyzed and didn't make a recovery like Mike, but actually learning from his experience as a person who has a disability, he developed an accessible travel company so that anybody can go on great adventures. And in fact, it was inspired by a trip that he made with some friends where he hiked in the Torres del Paine, I guess a mountain range, you would call it, in southern Chile where he's from. So it's a really amazing story. And what's cool about it is just the fact that you have, I think, we're trying to end the year here on an upswing because, you know, it's that time of year. We got to be focusing on gratitude and the things that we have. And so Alvaro's story about turning adversity into opportunity, I think is really, I just really enjoyed it. And he's a fantastic guy. So that'll be Thursday. But until then, I do want to talk about, you know, it's the end of the year and I don't like New Year's resolutions. I don't believe in that kind of stuff. However, I do think this is a good time to take stock about, you know, what we want to do in 2023. In particular, I have a challenge for all of you, including myself, which is how to be audacious in 2023. Now, why audacious? Well, back when I was doing my MBA program, I remember hearing the term BHAG, big, hairy, audacious goal. It's the idea of setting, you know, a really kind of stretch goal for something, you know, really setting your expectations high. And I think over the last couple of years, many of us, just given the realities of, you know, living in COVID and uh, on sort of the situation with the economy and an impending recession and war and just all the other stuff, you know, it's easy to not think like that. Just sort of go into a crouch, protect what you have because we were in risk mitigation mode. I mean, you think about the COVID-19 kind of pandemic experience. It was all about making sure something bad didn't happen. And when you're in risk mitigation mode, it's really hard to think big ideas, right? Like the great thinkers of the world, they're risk takers. And when you're focusing on risk mitigation, which by the way, was sensible to do. I'm not sort of saying that we shouldn't have done that, obviously. But when you're in that headspace, it's just hard to, to set big goals. And so now it is time. 
it is time. You know, it's never going to get any better than this in terms of moving forward. You don't know what's coming down the pipeline, but the the at least the pandemic has receded. And so it's time to reconnect with that audacious side of ourselves. And so that's what I want to talk about today on this episode of Faux Mondays, really. And I'll tell you where that comes from for me as I think about it. You know, during the COVID times, it was really easy to just accept the fact that you couldn't go after some things that you wanted because you know you couldn't get on a plane. Everybody was sort of just trying to make it through, right? It was like survival mode. And so many of us, and I'll put myself in that box, it's sort of like you hunker down, you focus. Yeah, you're working, you're doing your thing, but you're not looking around at the landscape in the horizon and saying like, where are we going to go? What's the big mountain we're going to climb this year and next year and next year? And so I think small thinking became more common. And so as I sort of exited mentally, I guess, the pandemic over the course of this year, I started to recognize that in myself and started to think like, what is the big thing I want to do next? And it was kind of intimidating, right? Because you're like, oh no, I can't hide anymore. I can't sort of, I don't have any excuses now. It's sort of not that COVID's an excuse, but it's sort of like, well, you know, it's a very understandable reason not to do a lot of things. And so even though that was about safety, it was also, it, it, I think it just sort of brought along a mindset that again is limiting. And so now it's time to break through that. I'm focused on that. And what we're going to do today is talk about eight ways, eight ways that we can think and be audacious in 2023. We will start in on that right after the break. FOMO. Tudo bem, meus queridos FOMO sapiens. Now that right there was Portuguese. And as you know, I love speaking foreign languages, but I'm not alone. One in five Americans have learned a new language on their bucket list. If that's you, make 2024 the year you finally check it off that list with Babbel, the science-backed language learning app that actually works. Don't pay hundreds of dollars for private tutors or waste hours on apps that don't really help you speak the language. Babbel's tips and tools are approachable, accessible, and delivered with conversation-based teaching so you're ready to practice what you've learned in the real world. Now, FOMO Sapiens, you know I speak four languages, and it takes work to stay on top of them, especially with French. C'est difficile. But with Babbel, I'm able to practice practical conversations that I can actually use in the real world. Here's a special limited-time deal for our listeners. Right now, get up to 60% off your Babbel subscription, but only for our listeners at babbel.com slash FOMO. Get up to 60% off at babbel.com slash FOMO. That's spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash FOMO. Rules and restrictions may apply. Quick math. The less your business spends on operations, on multiple systems, or delivering your product or service, the more margin you have and the more money you keep. But with higher expenses on materials, employees, distribution, and borrowing, everything costs more. So to reduce costs and headaches, smart businesses are graduating to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system, bringing accounting, financial management, inventory, and HR into one platform and one source of truth. With NetSuite, you reduce IT costs because NetSuite lives in the cloud with no hardware required, access from anywhere. You cut the cost of maintaining multiple systems because you've got one unified business management suite. And you improve efficiency by bringing all major business processes into one platform, slashing manual tasks and errors. Over 37,000 companies have already made the move, so do the math. See how you'll profit with NetSuite. And with rising prices everywhere you look, you got to do the math and save money. Good news. By popular demand, NetSuite has extended its one-of-a-kind flexible financing program for a few more weeks. So head over to NetSuite.com slash FOMO. That's NetSuite.com slash FOMO. NetSuite.com slash FOMO. FOMO. All right. Let's get going. How to be and think audaciously in 2023. So the place to start, number one, is assess your strengths. 
okay? We've all been building, we've all been doing, we've all been learning over the last couple of years. And even though you may not realize it, you are in a better position than you were before, most likely. I mean, I guess some of us maybe not, but most people are because it's been a really trying time and we've had to dig deep and learn as much as we can. I recently had dinner with Marco De Leon, and you might remember him as one of the founders of Rip Van Waffles. He's come on the show before three times now with his co-founder, Rip Pushkin, also known as Abhishek Pushkin, depending on these both, they're both his names. And uh, Marco and I were talking and he was saying, you know, we're in the best position to do what we want to do now than we've ever been. And I hadn't thought like that, but it is true. We're all building. And so every year you're adding something new to the mix and you might forget that because, you know, you're in the sort of weeds of your own life. But if you sit down and you assess your strengths and you make a list of the, what you've been doing and how you've been growing and all the things you've learned, chances are that is absolutely true. Now, maybe not. It could be possible that over the last two years, things have really gone poorly for you. And so, you, you know, you can't necessarily think you're in the strongest position, but you still have strengths. Even if you have had a difficult time and you've retrenched a bit, you have strengths. And what's important to do is just sit down and remember that. I think so many of us just lose track of that. So make a list of the things that you do well. And in fact, I talk about this in the 10% Entrepreneur. I, I have an exercise, basically write your bio, a detailed bio, everything you've ever done, and then look for the themes that'll tell you what you're good at, what are your strengths, what you bring into the world, what are your competitive advantages. Then number two, assess your gaps. And this could be really like, for example, say you work at some company and you really want to get a promotion and you just lack some certain expertise or relationships or something. Say you're an entrepreneur and you started a company and you built out part of the product, but you're lacking other things or your marketing is terrible or you need hires, like, you know, just sitting down and being really honest about what do I need that I don't have today in order to succeed. And oftentimes it can be helpful there also to like, you know, ask other people who can give you a true feedback because a lot of times also we get mired in the, as I said before, in the weeds, you're sort, you're sort of fighting fires every day and you forget to look up on that horizon and determine what are the things that are really important. And so asking other people who understand what you're doing for advice can be really powerful on that front. Next, Figure out where you want to go. So yeah, you know what your strengths are. You know what your gaps are. And as part of that gaps exercise, you got to start thinking about like, what's my objective here? And of course, theoretically, you have an objective. When you started your company, when you took your job, it's, you did it for a reason. You didn't just, just show up there for giggles. You had an objective. But a lot of times we also lose track of that because, you know, we're just heads down. And so say you're an entrepreneur and you're building a business, you know, what was your goal in year three or year five? How much money did you want to raise? How much revenue did you want to generate? How many clients did you want to have? Where are you today versus that? Where are you trying to go vis-a-vis -vis the strengths and the gaps that we've just identified? Because those differences between where you want to be and where you are, that's really going to give you the roadmap for what you have to figure out to make, you know, 2023 really count. Now, now that you know what your goals are and where you're lacking to get to those goals, you got to start figuring out who to ask for help. And this is where it starts to get a little audacious, okay? Because making goals, figuring out what you're good at, figuring out what your gaps are, like that's that's all on the, you know, it's on the computer. You're writing it down. 
But when you go out into the world and you start asking people for help, that's when it gets a little audacious. But you first have to figure out who are those people. Go through LinkedIn, sit down, list out people's names. Not a million people, 10 or 20 people who you can reach out to, you feel comfortable. Maybe it's a little uncomfortable because you know part of this is just being uncomfortable but you're gonna go to them and you're gonna be able to ask them to help you achieve your goals. And so what I would do is make a spreadsheet, put these people's names, and then put some columns like what you're gonna ask them, when you're gonna reach out, keep notes of what the conversation was, what are the follow-ups, what introductions can they make for you, that kind of stuff, just start to track, that's really important. We'll get into that later, but starting to write these down is gonna make it a lot easier to remember what you wanna do and actually get to the next step, which is prioritization. We will talk about that right after this break. FOMO. FOMO. All right, we are back talking about how to be audacious in 23. Number five, prioritize. You made that list just now of the people you're going to reach out to who are going to help you to achieve your goals, fill those gaps. Now you got to prioritize. I would actually suggest counterintuitively, don't go to the most important ones first. Do some of the least important ones. Not that these are less important people, but the ones that are a little lower stakes so you can get the kinks out in practice. Like when you're pitching a business, you never go to your number one VC first. You talk to the Bs and the C teams. And then once you get your pitch extra sweet, you go to the ones you really, really want. So yeah, prioritize putting a couple early meetings where you, you know, you know the person really well. It's a safe space. You can even get feedback from them and say, hey, listen, does this resonate? Like, do you have feedback on this? And then when you go to the really high-powered ones, you are raring to go. You're ready to go. You've got your message down and you are golden. Number six, communicate. So yeah, you're reaching out to people. What's really not very helpful is when you ask somebody for help and they help you, and then you never tell them what happened or follow up with them, people really appreciate knowing what's going on with you when they go out of their way to make an introduction. That's really important. And in fact, you really want to make sure that in your communication, you make everything as easy as possible for them. Okay. So for example, say you reached out to me and you said, Patrick, please introduce me to, I don't know, some VC firm. I want you to send me a note that I can easily forward, add a little comment. It's got none of our past email history and stuff like that. I want you to follow up with me, telling me when you send it, tell me what the feedback is, tell me how it comes out, let me know. Because you know what? If you actually like let me know how things go, I might even help you a little bit more. I'm happy to do it. But the people who never let you know, like one time I think I got somebody, an introduction that the person hired them. I never even heard about it till a long time after. And I just thought that was a missed opportunity for them. Like I wasn't mad. I'm glad they got a job, but you know, you could tell me that would be nice. All right. Number seven, measure accountability. So in that spreadsheet, I want you to put notes, put follow-ups, Write down what's going on. Try to figure out what's working and what is not. Just keep it on paper so that you know how you're doing and you can add new names, you can take some names off, but really it's about creating structure so you can measure how this process is going for you. Otherwise, it's gonna be a disorganized mess and you're not gonna be able to achieve these goals which you have set for yourself, right? And it's really important to do that. And finally, eight, repeat. As you do this, 
you're going to do this for the rest of your life, right? Because the big thing that I'm trying to talk about because I'm doing it myself is like, let's think outside the box. Let's set some big goals. Let's figure out what we need to get them. Let's go ask people. Let's be audacious. Let's get outside of our comfort zone. Let's ask people for big things. Let's be respectful when we do it and make it easy for them to help us and then thank them and let them know how they've impacted our lives and let's help other people and let's repeat and repeat and repeat. That is the way to win, all right? So that is my advice about being audacious in 2023. And I'm taking my own advice just to repeat eight things. Number one, assess your strengths. Number two, assess your gaps. Three, figure out where you want to take things. Four, figure out who you can ask and, you know, get ready to be audacious. Five, prioritize. Six, communicate. Seven, measure. And eight, repeat. All right, everybody, let me know what you think. I hope you join me in this exercise. I will be hopefully getting some interesting things out of it. I've done a couple of things so far that were like pretty audacious, but I'm not ready to tell you about them yet. But uh, <laughs> I will tell you in the future if they work out. Uh, in the meantime, if you have thoughts, questions, or anything else, reach out to me on Instagram at Patrick J. McGinnis, on Twitter at PJ McGinnis, and of course on email at letsconnect at patrickmcginnis.com. All right, FOMO sapiens, see you on Thursday. And until then, take care of yourselves, FOMO sapiens. If you like today's show, please be sure to rate it and recommend it to your friends. And as always, you can find me on Instagram at Patrick J. McGinnis, on Twitter at PJ McGinnis, and on the web at FOMOSapiens.com or PatrickMcGinnis.com, where you can get all kinds of free resources to live a more decisive and entrepreneurial life. FOMO. Want more FOMO Sapiens and FOMO Monday? Head over to FOMOSapiens.com where you can listen to past episodes, learn more about the show, and find out how to advertise. You can also connect with me on Instagram at Patrick J. McGinnis and on Twitter at PJ McGinnis. 